welcome everyone to look at the schedule here. The third to last episode of our alien season. We're getting there. We're getting I don't even know what's left. I mean, I know we have nope next. By the way, I'm a little hoarse from work, so I'm gonna sound weird. Plus I'm on a different microphone. Plus I'm not my it's it's gonna sound fucking weird. Yeah, me. I see the sun behind Justin. It's very interesting. Yeah. I see trees. Usually it's a green wall. <laughs> or in the past it was just the the, the, the dark dark basement. Yeah. It's uh it's a thing, but yeah, I mean, I just... I, I can now confirm he's not a vampire. He's in sunlight. <laughs> well, and it sucks, because I was feeling fine all day. Mm-hmm. I literally sat down to open my laptop, and I, like, started feeling hoarse. I was like, fuck, oh, are no. you kidding me? <laughs> so, I have Well, you don't sound that bad, now, at least so. for me. So, hopefully, it'll come that way in the pot. Eh. They get it. But yeah, so we have The Hidden This Week, which mm-hmm. was the patron selected an audience voted winner of the crappy movie bracket yes, yes uh we have nope next week which is jordan peele's new joint we have mm-hmm. our aliens in review we have a little bit of a break where we're reviewing ex machina for me a movie i just want to force him to talk about and then control for justin and then we'll be doing the new stuff so we'll have the trailer if not for the al- at the end of the Alien in review, um, since Justin's been moving us up, maybe we'll do it at the end of Control. Okay. Just to give you well, some Well, I, I don't even know if we have all of our picks from our... I've been too busy this week, which we'll get into, but I- I'll go through and figure out who hasn't selected yet and then work okay. on that to get that for you. That's yeah, the I'm least I can sure. do since you're doing the mix. Well, I, I'm, I don't even... Like, I think we have them all. I'm not even sure anymore. Yeah. Either am I. So let's get into that. So how's your week been, Justin? Uh, my week has honestly just been moving a lot. Um, okay. Well, I shouldn't say moving a lot. Getting ready to move a lot and kind of working in the heat, which has been fucking brutal. Like, yeah. I know the UK also is, like, dealing with it, and they have it a little worse because they're not set up to deal with the heat. But, man, it has been so... Like, I usually don't take my puffers that much. Mm-hmm. I've had to take them daily. I have to take like these. for our American audience. I'm pretty sure if you don't know the puffer is his asthma medication. It is not a, a marijuana joint. Oh yeah, it's my like salvabutamol <laughs> or whatever the hell it's called. But not only do I have to take that, I've actually started taking like uh, it's just basically steroids for your lungs. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, I mean, I used to take it when I like first got diagnosed with asthma. Mm-hmm. But my doctor was just like, yeah, if you're taking your puffer every day, just take this too. And it'll like help a little bit. Cause it's been like, we've had like fires like crazy here. There was a phone, oh, wow. literally the building next to my work set on like caught blaze and was on fire for like three days. Fucking <laughs> one building off. <laughs> I my friend Zach and Kevin, they're, uh, they live out in Utah still. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been posting pictures, how like just over top of like mountain ranges, you can just see the flames and the smoke because of how dry it is. Oh, dude, it's, it's fucking, it's brutal. Yeah, so tomorrow it's morning brutal. I'm waking up and mowing our lawn. Cause I was going to do it the other the other day, and it was just way too fucking hot when I got home from work. So I'm mowing our lawn tomorrow morning before my midterms, and then I'm mowing the cemetery Saturday morning. I do, not, uh, I do not envy you that day, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but honestly, other than work, I've been, uh, I've been playing A Plague's Tale. Oh, the cool. The first one. I'm trying to get it beat before the second one comes out in October. Dude, okay. that game is fucking brutal. Like, that is the one that has uh, some dog, bad dog stuff. The dog violence, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Dude, there is a chapter 
I think it's like chapter four or five. That okay. is like it's like pig and horse stuff. And dude, it is fucking brutal. Yeah. Like I won't even really get into it that much, but yeah, there's uh it's it's if you don't handle animal violence well, like don't don't even look at the game. Like don't. Ugh. It it sucks because it is like I'm about halfway through. Okay. It's a lot of fun. And it's really good. I just I wish I wish it was an easier recommend, but with that stuff in it, it's like it makes it like what is it um like is 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 it a horror game like what is the actual oh yeah so the context is that like something's going on you haven't like you don't really see your brother that much and then the inquisition comes to your town and it's like fucking slaughters your whole family and at the same time a plague is happening and it's like a plague of rats weird is it vampires no so it's just I, like, literally just like the plague. It is the plague. And I'm at, okay. I'm not 100% sure because I don't know. I haven't beaten it yet, but I'm pretty sure like your bloodline is the cause of it. Ooh. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but it's really fuck it's really good, but man, the animal violence is like at one point in time you have to sacrifice an animal to save yourself. Mhm. And it's like so Dude, you control have, the older sister I, I literally cannot put down the amount of times i have played resident evil 4 i save that dog every time dude like so okay every so like, time justin like i have played that I, I played that game for the first time when i was elementary school middle school yeah. i can't remember but like every time i have played that game i have saved that dog it's it's so like okay so i'll just give you a quick rundown it's you play the sister okay and you're like you have to like guide around your younger brother who's like maybe eight and he actually does like a fantastic job in the voice acting but you have to sacrifice this pig you like lead it to a bunch of rats so the rats will like eat the pig so you can kind of like get around them Mm -hmm. and the whole time you're doing it your brother is like crying and like asking like how could you do that like it's, it's fucking no interest. Um, no interest. <laughs> uh, it is really good. Other than that, though, um, other than that, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. Okay. I just got a code for uh, Live Alive, uh, which comes out tomorrow. So I'm gonna start probably playing that tomorrow. Cool. Um, I watched The Hidden. Oh man, what else have I been playing? Um, played a little bit of Control, not too much this week. I'm about three quarters of the way through. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I stopped playing it to play Plague Style. <laughs> um, man, I think that's it. I honestly don't know anymore. Okay. What about you? So I want to go out of order. The biggest thing is I have midterms this week, um, plus all the writing that is due weekly for that capstone. So that has like sucked up a lot of my time. Um, I have not played a video game again this week. I, I sent you a picture. I downloaded Control when I finish my midterms tomorrow. I am going to start control because that's like only three weeks out, so we got to get that taken care of. Um, I have watched uh, and finished season two of True Blood and season three of True Blood. I am on season four. Uh, it's been on been in the background when I'm been doing my practice problems. Uh, I have seen three movies in the movie theater this week. Damn! Since the last time we met, I saw Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. 
that was what my wife picked out. Um, it's a cute little movie. It's this old woman makes enough money to go get a Christian Dior dress, and she travels down to Paris and gets her custom dress. It, it's a cute movie. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. How was that? I think it's my favorite MCU movie in this new block. I hear a lot of like mixed emotions about it. Yeah, my friend Kyle, who is Thor, is his favorite superhero. Really didn't like it. But I thought it was good. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm, I still have to watch uh, Doctor Strange too. I So Doctor Strange was my favorite until this one, but I, I really loved it. Mm. Um, and then, obviously, I watched The Hidden, but then last night, um, Devin and our friend Jamie, we went and watched the 50th anniversary screening of Cabaret. Oh, damn. Yes, it is uh, directed by Bob Fosse. Obviously, stars Liza Minnelli. Um, it was like a TCM presentation, so Ben Mankiewicz did like a little introductory to it and a little closing. I wish we had more of Ben, but that's fine. Um, but it's a really, it's like one of my favorite movies. Actually, one of my most controversial film opinions I'll share here is that Cabaret should have beaten Godfather for Best Picture in 1972. My own personal thoughts, but uh, I love it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really, really good movie very progressive like it's sometimes hard to believe that it happened 50 years ago like they talk about abortion and obviously it takes place in 1931 germany so they're talking about like the rise of the nazi party and like one of one of your main characters is like openly homosexual it's like shocking it's like shockingly progressive for a 50 year old movie so uh, i love cabaret if you haven't seen it could not recommend it more um and then books I finished two books this week. I finished the audiobook for Hannibal, so I'm done okay. with the Hannibal Lecter stuff. And I canceled my Audible, so I'm trying to get some books through Libby. I have a bunch of holds. I haven't really got anything new yet, so I might just find one just to keep listening to, just to keep having an audiobook I'm listening to. Uh, I finished Blind Sight. That was that alien sci-fi book that the P recommended. It was good. I would not recommend it to people, though, who need a clean narrative a lot of it is left open for your own imagination to play with is there like a sequel or is it just the one book matt said there is but it doesn't do it any justice Hmm. and it's not open-ended like that it's not open-ended like the end of the story is open it's like what's happening in the middle Okay, like, like a lot of, like, the, loose ends kind of thing, and, like... The best example I can say is, like, you never get an accurate or similar description of the spaceship. Okay. Like, it's always described in a different manner. It's, it's a very interesting sci-fi book, especially because I've read a lot of sci-fi. It's very different, but if you're open for a kind of a weird adventure... Mm-hmm. And it definitely dives into. It's very nihilistic, so it's very dark. Um, it was good. I liked it. Well, that's good. Yeah. And, and then I'm starting the Hellbound Heart tonight. That's something I should pick up. I, I've been going through like my old Audible books. Like I started uh-huh. listening, started re-listening to John Dies at the End. Okay. That, that His new book comes out here soon. Yeah, October, I think. Yeah, so, Devin has it pre-ordered. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go through those again before. Yeah, maybe I'll listen to Hellbound Heart, because I think that's a short one, too, right? Oh, I, I, I'll probably read it in a night. So I think the audio is only, like, two hours long. Oh, do I waste a credit? Uh, nah. You guys, 
always return it after you finish it. It wouldn't be the first time I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing is, is like just like Justin said, we're both seeing Nope this weekend yes. in anticipation for our review next week. Um, that's all we have. Justin's been busy working and moving. I've been busy working and studying. So no time like the present. Let's dive into our crappy alien horror film from the Patreon selection of Eddie. I think it's most important to start with a message from Eddie and why he selected The Hidden. Hi Justin, hi Larry. Um, so you wanted me to tell you about The Hidden and um, I, I, first I want to apologize to the other patrons out there because this one's sort of a ringer for the competition we did. It is not necessarily a bad movie, although it's not probably not a great movie either. Um, so I picked this one because I figured neither of you had probably seen it. And I'm, you know, being an old guy, I'm like an encyclopedia of old horror movies. So I picked this one out thinking that if it could get to the end, you guys might have a really great experience uh, watching a lesser known sci-fi horror type of movie. So I hope you guys enjoy it, and uh, I'll talk to you later. Eddie, we you are, you are actually our newest patron. And, yeah, that's uh, true. I'm I'm very excited. Everything you have picked has always been at least interesting. Even Journey, which wasn't very scary, but it was interesting, like you said. Was, like, yeah. And he did preface it by saying he doesn't know video games that well, right? So he let us know like ahead of time. And the cool thing is for next season, what Eddie is doing, um, because he's not a, really a video game player, and so instead of doing that, he is doing a double feature. So we're reviewing two films at the same time that he selected that he feels works in tandem with each other. So I like that, I like that idea. Yeah, actually, he he, yeah. he brought it up to me, and I was like, yeah, like, like why not? Like, if we've, yeah, we we just both know movies are way easier to do than <laughs> yeah. games. <laughs> so, and I, I think it's we've never done that before. I know it's like a zombie girl thing, but we have never done that on the pod. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited about that. So I have some background on this movie. Okay. The Hidden is a 1987 American sci-fi horror film from director Jack Shoulder and written by Jim Coff under the pseudonym Bob Hunt. Uh, Shoulder also directed Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, and Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies. Uh, Koff ended up being the co-creator of the TV show Grimm, and he wrote for Angel and The Ghost Whisperer. He also apparently helped on the script for National Treasure. The film stars Kyle McLaughlin, Michael Norrie, Ed O. Ross, and Lynn Shea. McLaughlin, for me, will always be Cliff Vandercave from the live-action Flintstones movie, but I know other people know him better as Dale Cooper from Twin Peaks. Or some yeah, people might yes. recognize him as Paul Atreides in the OG Dune movie. Or others, who are probably younger than us, Justin, may only know him as the captain from How I Met Your Mother. I've seen that entire show, and I don't really remember like anybody out of it. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so Nori, some uh, might know him for probably his most famous role, which was in the movie Flashdance. He's also had roles on TV shows such as The O.C., Damages, and The Soap, All My Children. Oras, some of his prominent roles were as Itchy in Dick Tracy, Colonel Perry in Universal Soldier, in Lieutenant Touchdown and Full Metal Jacket. And finally, Lynn Shay. Uh, I first remember seeing her on the screen as Magda in the movie There's Something About Mary, if you've seen that. I have. I'm trying to think. Magda? Mm-hmm. Who is that in that movie? I've seen that movie. Like It's it's the mom. It's the one who's always, like, suntanning herself. Okay, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, my God. She's in, like, all those horror movies. Or was. James Wan. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So... She was a prominent role in the Insidious franchise, and she's a staple Absolutely. in the horror genre for her many, many roles. Her brother, brother Robert Shea, I found out when I was looking into her, is the founder of New Line Cinema. That is very interesting. So I'm wondering why she was never... Was she ever in, like, uh, like a Nightmare on Elm Street or anything? Um, I can look real quick because I have the ability to edit. That was, that was New Line, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the house that Freddie built. That's right. Do, do, do. So here are some of Lynn Shea's other movies. We have Hester Street was her very first one, Alone in the Dark, Nightmare on Elm Street. She was a teacher, an OG Nightmare on Elm Street. I was going to say, I would be surprised if she wasn't. She wasn't in it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. She was also in Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd, which is... One of the most awful things ever created. Was that like the newest one? Or no, no. That was the... one where they didn't use Jeff Daniels and right. Jim Carrey. Right. Yeah. yeah. God, I fucking saw that piece of shit in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> Kof wanted to be the one to direct the film uh, uh, because he wrote the script, but the studios had no interest in him doing it, so Shoulder picked the film up because he liked the original idea, but he did a lot of his own rewrites because he wanted it to be more of an action film. He says he also added elements of what he felt made it so uh, this is hard to phrase he added elements of what he felt made a human a human in order to differentiate between the aliens okay yeah weird quote i don't understand apparently mclaughlin was a last minute casting and apparently and then he and nori worked really well together but apparently nori and shoulder did not i couldn't find anything else besides the fact that apparently those two just did not get along it happens and then finally, uh, couldn't find a budget. The film grossed over $9.7 million at the box office, which surprised everybody involved because it was very successful for what they were planning on it being. Uh, so successful, in fact, that there is a sequel to this film, The Hidden 2, which released in 1993. Interesting. Okay, is that like... Hmm. Does anybody... Sorry if you can hear Luca, by the way. Uh, does anybody like make a return in that movie We're, do you know or i'm gonna find out right now for you Justin. Sorry. <laughs> sorry you're good it's a directed video sci-fi uh, crime horror uh, film. you all you direct a video that's all you have to say <laughs> uh the cast isn't even listed uh on here rafael sparge kate hodge and haven montagna so no um we don't even have the same director or writer back either the hidden to run to so you're gonna hear all that clicky clacky so it has a 13 percent 
And apparently, this takes a page out of one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies because the first ten solid ass minutes of this movie are directly from the original Hidden. The first ten minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna we say are like here to be... talk about the Hidden yeah. too. We're here to talk about the Hidden. I have a timer started. Justin, give me a three, two, one, and then I'll go. Sounds good. You ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. So our movie starts off with a police chase after a bank robbery. Uh, the guy gets his car shot up. He gets out, gets shot up, and he's taken to the hospital. Then he gets out of the bed, and they think he's going to die. Kyle McLaughlin's like, yo, I need to see this guy. Uh, and during that time, he spits this alien out into another dude's mouth. Basically, what we have here is this alien parasite that's hopping between person and person, making them commit their most basic acts. And Kyle McLaughlin is trying to chase it down because only he knows about it. He's apparently an FBI agent. Well, come to find out that Kyle McLaughlin is also an alien of the same species as this other alien, the bad one, who is causing all the mayhem, uh, killed his whole family, and he's trying to get revenge on him. Uh, film ends up with a senator being possessed by an alien. Kyle McLaughlin gets shot all up the hill and ends up killing the bad alien... But his partner, Michael Nori, is shot as well. Go to the hospital. Kai McLaughlin sacrifices his alien body to revive Michael Nori's character so that him and his family can live happily ever after. The end. Yeah, I mean, that was... I mean, that's it. Yeah, it's... uh, It's... I think, like, story-wise, it is a really, really cool premise. And I kind of mentioned it to you yesterday, actually. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of uh, Robert Heinlein's uh, Puppet Masters. Yep. Obviously, that, like going back lot, to that, that, that is the reason why we did it, right? Yeah, it, it is like a lot more toned down than that. Obviously, yes. Um, whereas it's only like the two aliens fighting; it's not like a whole takeover invasion kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I actually found myself really enjoying the plot. I mean, yes, there's very bad moments, like an alien becomes a dog. Which was just <laughs> fucking silly, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I I think it has like a good pacing to it. It doesn't try to hide the fact for too long that uh, Kyle McLaughlin is alien. It kind of gives it up like almost immediately. Almost immediately. Like, almost immediately. At yeah. that dinner party, you know what's up if way before. I think there was ways to tell before that, but like you said, the dinner party is it that you if you don't notice by then, you're not paying attention. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I, I just thought it was like a, an interesting, like, it was a very good action movie. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting the story to be as good. Like, I wasn't, I was expecting this story to be horrible. Because I didn't know anything. For, I just watched the trailer and that's it, right? I didn't And the trailer was really crappy. Very yeah. boring. Yes. And I, I don't think that can be said here. I think that it, like, moves at a nice clip. There's, like, lots of stuff happening like interest i don't know i i think it was like actually actually a pretty well and i think that is why i've actually texted you this this is actually my problem with this movie it's a weird to use the word problem um previous entries for this patron selected crappy film was the ginger dead man blair witch 2 book of shadows tammy and the t-rex this isn't a crappy bad mystery science theater kind of uh, movie yeah it is just like a 
lower level 80s action flick yeah like i don't think it's gonna win any awards or anything but i was going into this ready to be like hate hate the entire thing right or or for it to be like sitting there making fun of it the whole time yes exactly like it's so bad it's good kind of thing but no it's just like an okay movie yeah, it, I, I, I enjoyed the beats. I, I, I wish that it was a little less obvious that McLaughlin was an alien. Like, I that was... I realized that, like, almost immediately. Yeah. Like, it didn't take long. Whether that was his performance or whatever, we can get into that later on. But I, I, I thought that was very obvious. I liked how often he hopped... The alien, like, hopped between characters. Yes. And I liked how, basically, the whole thing was, like, they just acted on id. They just did what they wanted, no matter what it was. And, like, there's a lot of, like, ridiculous things that just only works in an 80s action flick, like, where he just pulls out a flamethrower. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> with, like, uh, some of the worst foreshadowing ever, when that guy comes in, he's like, I found this flamethrower. Oh. I know. <laughs> I was like, okay, so that's going to be Or the, the, just that the random time. RPG that he shoots to blow the hole in the hallway. Like, and the thing is, is like, it, it, it isn't, like, it came in the T-Rex, had a lot of goofy shit, but it's, it, it was the 80s, so it fit that vibe. It fit yeah. that commando vibe. It fit that, like, that, that eight, like, the Terminator or Robocop, like, this, that, yeah. like, over-the-top 80s shtick that was just, like, accepted as what it was. So, I did enjoy it. Um, I think we have seen better what I call rider um, invasion stories, whether that yeah. be Pump Master from Heinlein or um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which we obviously reviewed um, earlier on in this season. I, I think there are better, or hell, even the faculty, which we did way back when. Um, but I liked it. It's just... <sighs> How do I say this? You wish it was crappier? I wanted it to be worse, exactly, because like yeah. I enjoyed it. So like 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 my score is actually like a six and a half because it wasn't bad. It was enjoyable. I was intrigued the entire time. I wanted to see where the plot was going. So instead of critiquing like goofy plot elements, it's more like I wish Kyle McLaughlin's character wasn't so obviously an alien, right? I wish we had spent more time diving into relationship between the bad writer and the good writer. Like, I wish we had spent more time with Michael Norrie's partner, so when, when he ended up being, like, the second-to-last final bad guy, that it had more impact, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I I liked it. It could be better, but this is not the normal kind of crappy uh, review that we get. Yeah, that's fair. No, I agree. How about you? I, I mean, my score is a six. I gave it a six because, I don't know, like, I, I went into this expecting a one or a two. <laughs> as all these crappy movies usually are, but no, it was it was it caught me off guard how like okay it was. Yeah, we want cinematography. On that same note, uh, it's eighties. Yeah. It is an eighties action movie. Like I I have said this before. I firmly believe you can take certain scenes out of certain movies from certain decades, and you can tell when it came out. Yes, absolutely, you can. I and I I don't think that this is any different than that. Like, this could easily... You could take the opening action sequence and throw it in Robocop or OG Terminator, and it would kind of fit that whole aesthetic. I will say I was shocked that this movie went to a strip club and we never saw any nudity. Yeah, I, I think we saw, like, see-through shirts. But what, they like, had pasties. Yeah, it was... I was... Great. I'm telling you, I was shocked. Yeah. It's the 80s and no boobies. 
no, yeah, an eighties like B action movie with no boobs. Like I was blown away the restraint <laughs> that they they had. Um, the other thing too is uh, I liked the first parasite spitting scene. Yes, we got I to agree. see that a lot. I think it was a lot, and it was really. And not only that, but I want to couple that to a lot of the the kind of like graphic like when our first guy like is coming out of his arm and he tapes it shut so it won't come out right. Like when it's this like little spider leg kind of peeks, I thought it was a spider at first too. So we'll get to that and how scary. But like when it kind of peeked through his arm and he just duct taped it up, it looked really good. There, and they did what we talked about, right? Practical effects and leave stuff to the imagination. Don't yeah. do stupid CGI. We saw the first kind of passing of the bug, so we know how it works. And I thought that it was really brilliant. And I thought that it, they did a really really good job of practical effects for a movie like this. And so cinematography for me is like is way higher than I expected because it had the eighties feel, which I like, and the practical effects were really good. Yeah, I, I mean I agree. I think that almost everything with the alien was really well done. It's like you mentioned the first passing. And they see that's the thing is they only have to show that once because then we understand how it works. And they don't need to spend that kind of money to show us again. Exactly. And then we get like more glimpses like you said with it coming through his arm and like yeah it is i'm still very curious to see how she screwed the guy to death Uh, (laughs) i don't know how what happened there but uh maybe she was choking him that's what i was thinking maybe maybe probably um yeah i don't i don't know I, i did have a little bit of issue with like the car chase at the start yeah, uh, like the very it was just it was really long. It was uh, really long. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean the ending was I enjoyed the end of it. Like, the, mm-hmm. wasn't as good as Devil's Rejects, but it was up there. It was, it was up there, but yeah, no, Devil's Rejects. That ending is just like I mean, I love that ending. Um, yes, it's I have said it before in this podcast. It might be the best ending to any movie of all time. Oh, it's fantastic! Unfortunately, he didn't follow that up. Oh uh, uh, God, why did you touch it, Mister Zombie? Listen to my and Rachel's review of Three from Hell because Justin did not have the privilege of seeing that one in the theaters. Are you guys? Are you guys going to do uh, the monsters? Fuck yeah! Oh, I'm so excited for the monsters. I am so dude. I love the TV show. I am so excited, and that trailer looks off the fucking wall. It looks cheesy and like I'm so excited. Please leave me out of that one because okay. I am not. Um, I mean, I don't have any love for the show, really. I never watched it growing up, so mm-hmm. it's over my head. Uh, I know m- my wife is really excited to watch it. She's also going to have to watch it by herself because I don't to watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, the, the cinematography is, again, a lot better than I was expecting. I thought that we were yes. going to get really shitty CGI or something. Like something. But no, it was yeah. all, it was for the most part practical when the guy was like burning to death. At the <sighs> yeah, crispy. That was good. I think the only CGI that was like super noticeable was like when Kyle McLaughlin used the gun a couple times. The Golden Mist? Yeah, yeah, the Golden Mist, yeah. But even then, it wasn't like horrible. It was just like, yeah, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yep. Seven and a half for me. I gave it a seven. All right, we're about the same area, so that's interesting. So, audio. Uh, the score is very forgettable. 
Absolutely. Which isn't really that surprising. Yeah. But the soundtrack of like just the random like weird 80s synth pop punk stuff. Couldn't tell you any of the bands or any of the songs names, but I enjoyed them. It was not the vibe I thought we were going to be getting when I we saw that trailer and we knew it was like a crime action yeah. sci-fi horror thing. So I was really surprised by that. Um, and other than that, the acting was good. Like I said, I think Kyle McLaughlin, for me, I know he's capable of a lot more range. So when he was acting like an alien, it was obvious for me immediately that he was an alien. Yeah. And that's not trying to knock him. It's just like, it was just very obvious. Well, he's like, he played, the alien is like notoriously like a very stiff character, right? Yep. Um, but no, I, I agree. I think the acting was, was good. I soundtrack and it's very forgettable. It's for, I, yes. But I enjoy, like, like you said, I enjoyed like the 80s synth pop, like thrillery vibes to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, thought there's... everybody who was possessed by the rider did a good job. Well, yeah, because they like they played it like deadpan, basically, right? And they all, yeah, and maybe it was just that deadpanness, but I feel like every single person who was possessed gave off a similar vibe to the person that came before them. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah, were all different kind of. And I thought that was really cool, and they yeah. and they hopped around a lot, so I was really impressed by that, and. Like I said, I, I was fine with McLaughlin's performance. It's just that I know he has a big range. So, like, when he was just so deadpan off immediately, it's like, okay, well, this is... He's an alien. That was, like, very obvious to me. Yeah. So, yeah. audio for me, I gave it a 7. I, it was good. I also gave it a 7. Although, I think this is where we're going to differ. Not a lot. During the first alien transformation, mm-hmm. when those legs come out of the guy's mouth and they it's look like a fucking terrifying, and they look like arachnid legs, yeah. and like it's just a big yep. black. I thought for sure Eddie slipped in a fucking tarantula vamp- vampire alien movie on me. Yeah, and I w- and then it came out, and the relief took away the the fear, but it was still a very cool passing of the torch or passing of the bug, I guess. And, like, I did think it was a spider, and I was like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> but it wasn't. Um, and then I, I did really find when he when the the leg popped through his arm, that mm-hmm. really did kind of gross me out. Like, it was just a very small thing of body horror that works well for me. Yeah. But overall, you can tell that Shoulder made this more of an action film. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think the the first transformation was pretty terrifying, and then again, after you see it, it's like, okay, it's not spider. We're good. We, we could be calm. We're good. Uh, the, the leg popping out didn't really bug me, and then honestly, like, other than that, I don't. It was just action, right? Like, I don't think there yeah. was any even like attempt. No. no. And that's the thing, too. That's why I thought, like, it was an aesthetic choice to make the aliens very deadpan. And that's how we knew the McLaughlin. Like, that's how I knew so fast. And I think it sounds like YouTube that McLaughlin was one because they're just very devoid, right? And they every single character was a 
like a, like a loner or someone on the outskirts of society. Yeah. Because like one of the scary things about these possession tales, which we saw in Puppet Master, we saw in Invasion, or even go back to the faculty, is like not or the thing right is you don't know who's possessed. And in this, it's just so obvious, and I think yeah, that's absolutely. what makes a very good not possession, but a very good um, how about the word Justin? Um. Uh, not possession. Fuck. Um, invasion. We're just call yes. very good invasion <laughs> yeah. story. Is that you? You don't know who to trust. Yeah. So for me, I gave it a two. I also gave it a two. I think it had a promising passing of the torch. As I'm going to use your words, because I can't think of other words right now. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Uh, but then, other than that, it was there wasn't. All right, so to review the scores, for plot, I gave it a 6.5, you gave it a 6. For cinematography, I gave it a 7.5, you gave it a 7. For audio, you both gave it 7s. And for how scary, both gave it 2s. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 56, which very well may be the best uh, crappy horror film we've done. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything... I'll have to do some yeah, I'll have to do some research and find out. So a fifty six ties it with two video games, Resident Evil Three Nemesis and System Shock Two. Uh right above it with fifty six. Is that the the oh Resident Evil Three Nemesis, sorry. Yes, not the remake. Yep. Right above it we actually have a lot at fifty eight. We have uh the Blair Witch twenty sixteen, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Event Horizon, Halloween two, and Scream Five. We have two video games also, Man of Madon. And Silent Hill Origins, and I below it with fifty-five percent. We have three movies: Captive State, Resident Evil Apocalypse, and Underwater. Congratulations, Marcus! The crappy Alien film scored better than your regularly nominated movie. Oh, uh, I did forget to mention. Ah, uh, no, I'll, I'll save it for the closing. <laughs> okay, and with that. Thank you to our patrons. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, way better movie than we were prepared for. So like Justin said, we're going to hear a commercial from a member podcast on the Kaleidoscope Media Network and head on into the closing. Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains. Cold-blooded murders. And nightmares becoming reality. Does this sound like horror to you? Actually, these are all things that can be found in the Harry Potter series. It can be scarier than you might think. I'm Katie. And I'm Audrey. And in our podcast, Wizard Studies, we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more lighthearted stuff. We can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on Instagram and Facebook as Wizard Studies Podcast and Twitter as Wizard Studies. Now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny. The floor is yours justin you teased that you wanted to say something what is up oh i started watching that resident evil show if it wasn't for name lance hendrick tantrix the guy playing wesker yeah he is the best part of that show i saw a tiktok okay of a woman breaking into dance like song and dance I haven't seen that far yet, so... Okay, apparently know. it's it's claiming that it was from the show. Okay. And if it oh. is... I think everyone needs to say a very big apology to Paul W.S. Anderson and Mila Jovovich. Um, uh, so, uh, it's, it's just really... 
I do enjoy their take on the zombies. They are more of like the rage infected from like 28 days later than like regular zombies. Um, they, they kind of explain that away, but it's actually really well done. Um, it's just like the story is really rough to get behind. I don't know. I'm going to have to see. Like I'm only two, maybe three episodes in. I'm going to have to How see many episodes are there in total? I think 10, maybe. So you'll have to let me know because I don't have Netflix anymore. I, well, I do. I just traded with Matt. Like he has my Prime and I have his Netflix. Yeah. But I have like limited time. So like with the time I do have, I'm picking and choosing what I actually want to do. The thing for yeah. me is that it's very... It blows my mind that the video games have really been killing it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Biohazard, Village, 2Make, 3Make, like, just destroying it. And it looks like the remake of Resident Evil 4 is going to be more of the same thing. Yeah. I do not understand how they can't translate that IP to the screen. I don't know. I mean, I think... The problem is we need it almost feels like people who people who maybe even not writing the show because it could be because of like it could be Netflix, you know, pushing like how they want it to be made kind of thing. But I think we need to get somebody who is like a fan of the series, but not so much that they would just like copy and paste it because I, I do like that. Every well, two. think about the very first two Paul W.S. Anderson movies. OG Resident yes. Evil and Apocalypse. Yeah. Those were good sideways adaptations of yes. the first games. I agree. With the mansion and, I, and the hive and then And we the need city. to get more of that style. I yeah. mean, he fucking went off the deep end. Well, remember, going back to it, to give him credit, there were like two movies where he stepped away and then he came back to try to write the ship. Granted, he was a part of the worst one, which also had Leon in it, which breaks my heart. But I also think the third one should get more love because of like the Western vibe. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really a huge fan of the third one. Um, but I, I think the we... crow scene in the bus was pretty fucking cool. The zombie crows. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know yeah, whatever. <laughs> I will say, I know the showrunner has said that eventually if they do kind of keep going they do want to add like uh, uh, lady d and uh who else somebody else you know what i am really really trying to work on as i get older to not uh rain on someone's parade yeah it sounds like there are people who are really enjoying this and so to them I say I'm happy for you I just want to see more of a Resident Evil presentation when it comes to TV or movies that is what I'm looking for which is basically the OG Resident Evil movie I love the OG Resident Evil movie I know you you weren't with me but that OG Resident Evil movie I loved I think it's the best one yeah, I, I I watched that before I, like, beat a game. I think I might have dabbled in Resident Evil 2, like, at a friend's house. But I definitely watched the Resident oh, Evil see, movie. Oh, see, for me, I think it I was, like... Game. I think, because I think that was right before 4 came out. So the first Resident Evil game I beat was 4. 
Oh, yeah. See, for me, like, I remember my brother sneaking me in to watch Resident Evil in theaters because... Awesome. I watched we that at a, a sleepover. That, like, yeah. like, my friend's mom got it for us, said, don't tell your parents, and she got his pizza, and we're sitting there just like... Back life changed. <laughs> life changed, man. Just fucking... Yeah. It was so cool. So, I don't know. Like, if you like it, I'm happy for you, but everything I'm hearing, especially for people who I trust like you... Yeah, it's I, just it's I don't need to give my time to that. I'm gonna stick with my vampires. <laughs> Sucker. Boy. I, I I True Blood is something I think I need to get around to eventually. You should. It's enjoyable. It's there's a lot of eye rolly shit that happens, especially as the more it goes on. This there's, there's a lot of shit where I'm just like rolling my eyes. But like, it's good. Yeah. I need to finish Dragon Ball so you can cancel it, but like I'm just I'm sad because it's over. Do you know what I, I mean? Aren't they making more? Allegedly. I don't think it's been confirmed yet. There's the movie coming out next month. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have not officially announced whether or not uh, there'll be another arc. Interesting. I just need to finish it. But, alright, next week, guys, we're reviewing Nope. It'll be our last review of the Alien season. It is Jordan Peele's new flick. If you go see it, send us an email. If you have questions, let us know. We'll do... We'll, we get enough questions. We can, maybe we can do a no spoiler chat before like, the opening before we get into the well, actual. Well, I, I figured we could like we haven't done it in a while, but uh, it's I been a long time. Like, I tried to like do a no a, spoiler review. Well, even just like a no spoiler review at the start. The see it now, see it yeah. later, snip, skip it. Kind of like a quick hot take. And God, it's been a long time after. since we've done that. Halloween Kills was the last one, I think. No, I don't even think we did that for. I don't think we did it for that either. Was the last one we did? We didn't. I know, I know we didn't do it for Scream Five. Man. Well, me and Justin try to like un- unscrew our brains. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for listening to us. Patreon, stick around for the fireside chat. And until next week, guys, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at Beaver LA. You can find Justin at Pickle Thing, and you can email the show at Here's Johnny Podcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook at Here's Johnny Podcast. As always, in the show notes, you can find links to the Discord and to the website. We are also on Instagram at Here's Johnny underscore podcast. Also in the show notes, we'll have a link to the Twitch and YouTube channels. And if you would like to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Here's Johnny podcast. Every cent goes into the show. And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tears, so head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later.